You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases with no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, It's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Betches Brides podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today we have a very much requested episode, highly requested episode coming at you. We are joined in the studio in NYC by the one and only Sam Rosen. Who is she, you might ask? She's the new director of digital content here at Betches. She's also a formal former travel editor from The Points Guy, the very popular travel online digital website and everything. And she's a 2023 bride. So today, Sam is going to be giving us all the tips and tricks for using credit card points and miles to your advantage, you know, getting those upgrades on the plane to first class, business class, whatever class you want to be in. And just, you know, how to have the best experience traveling to your destination wedding or your honeymoon possible because she is a travel guru, I like to call her. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. That is such high praise. Yeah, that was a long <laughs> intro. That was I just no, kept going. That was amazing. I am so <laughs> literally beyond excited to be here. Like this, I feel like has been so long in the making. Like I remember listening to this podcast before I worked here being like, I want to do an episode with Nicole yes. on like how to travel. Cause I know you guys were talking about it on episodes. So I, like, this is literally, we listen, manifested this. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> you are the divine intervention oh coming God. in here and being on the episode because it, this is one of those episodes where it's like, you know, for the Betches Rise audience, I try to do my best and give you guys the content that you ask, but you all are asking for a lot of content all at once. You know, I know we want an episode on this, that, and the other, but this is one of the ones that consistently people have been like, you guys have dabbled here and there on like using a credit card to get free flights, but I need to hear more about it. And I've always been like, okay, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. But people always ask. And I'm like, who do we do it with? And then you started. I literally strolled in. And you strolled (laughs) right into my life. Yeah. And you came up to me. And I just love that you're a fan of the podcast and you're a bride. I am. So this won't be the first time. For the past like three months. I I love you for that. I love you for that. And much more. So yeah, okay, so before we get into talking all things travel hacks, we do want to clarify a quick little disclaimer, like Sam is not like a financial expert, would we say, right? No, definitely not. No, so like we're not attempting to give you actual financial advice here on this podcast. I'm not a financial expert either, believe it or not. So definitely do your own research before like implementing any of the suggestions in this episode to make sure you just find what works best for you. But also like, I don't know, Sam knows more than anybody I've ever talked to (laughs) about travel credit cards and whatnot. So I know I know a thing or two, but you know, that said, like definitely want to give you guys all the tips and tricks that I've learned about like what has worked for me over the years. And Mm -hmm. like, I want to also just say, and like, we can get into this, but like, I know firsthand how overwhelming this all can be. Like when I started off at the Point Sky, I literally had a debit card. I find that hard to believe. I did. I really did. Like I was kind of hired to be like the translator because points and miles and like 
airline credit cards, like that whole thing, like it's its own language. Oh yeah. And like, you know, I was kind of hired to be the like, well, if no one else is going to understand, if you're not going to understand this, how is anyone else going to understand this? So like, I really had to like, you know, not necessarily teach myself. I had an amazing team of coworkers who was like personal Google, (laughs) but you know, I, I, you know, to anyone that's listening, I know that this can be so overwhelming, so confusing. So like, we're going to break it down as easily as possible. Yeah. And like, still that said, like, I'm still learning so much stuff. Like there's so much happening in this space. There's so much to be learned. Like it's an ongoing process. Totally. And here's the thing, like I've said to you guys here, whenever we've talked about this, as it pertains to like honeymoons, I'm like, I don't know, Mike and I paid for our flights with points. And that's about all I know. All I know is I have the Chase Sapphire credit card which we'll get into all the differences of the credit cards and stuff. But that's why I'm excited for this episode because you've had experience breaking it down for first graders. I am a first grader when it (laughs) comes to this. Same, honestly, especially with math. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Same, same. Oh, God. Um, So, yeah, basically, okay, so let's start at the very beginning. Real quick, your experience with the points guy, so you were in social there. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about how you got into that, how you're here at Betches, quick summary? Yeah, totally. So I started off at the points guy a little over five years ago. I was the first full-time social media editor. Um, So I was actually one of the first, I don't know, 20 or so-ish employees. And until that point, social was kind of just like something that we did and knew that we had to do, but there wasn't really like much of a strategy behind it or, or really a team built out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came in and like I said, I literally had a debit card, but I had mm-hmm. to like, you know, condense what we were doing and on and break it down into like content that would do well on Facebook and, and just explain it to our audience because you can say, you know, you can buy life miles with 120% bonus, but like that literally, yeah, exactly. That, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Like no one's going to like stop scrolling on Facebook and be like, oh, click. Totally. Like, but if you say you can buy, you can fly Lufthansa first class for $1,200 instead of $16,000. Here we go. Now, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of how I, you know, got my start and, and have always just been an avid traveler. So it was kind of, you know, a natural fit. Um, so yeah, I was managing our social for a little over two years before moving into more of an editorial and content role, um, you know, overseeing like our lifestyle coverage, love mm-hmm. to shop, love to buy all the things, earn all the points and yes. then go spend them. Um, and yeah, I mean, not for nothing, but like I've wanted to work here for so long. So I know <laughs> just like it came full circle. I really have. Like it's really crazy. We need to um, do a whole episode on manifesting later. <laughs> I li- And like I'm definitely not like the woo-woo type of person, but like it was one of those things where like the stepping stones all kind of added up Mm -hmm. and like one thing led to another that led to another that led to another over like years. Right. Um, But like now I get to be here and talk about credit cards because now I, uh, now I know a thing or two. So so it it comes full circle. Amazing. Okay. And you've written some of the like stuff on actual, the points guide. Yes. Yep. So I actually wrote the beginner's guide on the points guide. So if you go there now and you read the beginner's guide, I wrote that because I recognized that like, it's confusing and it's overwhelming. And like, sometimes you need someone to like, really break it down. Like literally hold your hand and be like, I'm going to walk you through this step by step. Mm -hmm. And I think especially like with women, like we're not as involved in that space. It's kind of something that like a lot of us are curious about, but like don't really know what to do or have the right resources. So I really wanted to like 
be that a woman in yeah, the travel yeah, credit card space yeah like very few, niche <laughs> few and i know right? few and far between unfortunately but like i really wanted to just be you know a resource for people that were looking yes. to like well you know, we're gonna tap you today please do i'm excited Ugh, i'm i'm pumped so you are a bride and you're I getting am. married next labor yes, day next labor day so 2023 oh. very excited got plenty of time so we booked all the big vendors Okay. Like I keep hearing, obviously from your you. Yes. <laughs> Book your big vendors. So we got the venue. You're ahead of the game. You're over I, here. I I think so. I hope so. But you know what's crazy? Like things are booking up. Like yeah. I'm not trying to scare you, obviously, but like you know, if you brides. have if you have people in mind, like book them sooner rather than later. Um, we're also getting married on like a holiday weekend, so mm-hmm. I'm sure that also kind of factors into it a bit, but. Yeah, so now we're now we're in the lull, just like before, <laughs> you know, the calm before the storm. Yeah. Um, Where's the wedding? Um, it's at a venue in New Jersey, Crystal Plaza. Right, right. Okay. Yes. How many people are we expecting? Like two hundred or so. I know. All right. We got a lot of people. <laughs> I love it though, because I love talking to a bride with a big wedding. Yeah. There's always things you need more the more oh, people yeah. the more help you need yes so yes we'll Max definitely and I both have big families yeah <laughs> a lot of people definitely get into all that in future episodes we're gonna have you on to talk all about it and help with you know emails and voicemails Amazing. for other brides I need, yes i need all the help and and tips and tricks for that so we yes. can all fence off each other we'll do it all perfect Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So, okay, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Ew, the fact that I said that. Ew, who says that? It's because I, like, didn't have a big lunch today, so food's on the mind. <laughs> You're hungry. <laughs> um, so, c- travel credit cards. So, first of all, 
okay, what even, why should we even have a travel credit card? I feel like everybody's like, oh, you don't have this one or that one. Like what, what's the benefits of them? So you're going to laugh at me for this pun, but like having a debit card quite literally has no point. Like when you use a credit card that earns points on travel, not a cash back card, that's different. And we can definitely go into that too. But when you earn a points earning, you know, when you have a points earning credit card, Every single purchase that you make is earning you points that you can use towards your next trip, whether that's on flights or whether that's on hotels. Also, not for nothing, but travel credit cards also come with like travel protections. It varies from card to card. Mm -hmm. Um, But like if your luggage gets lost or your flight is delayed or canceled or something like that, like. Which is happening like 100%. Like things are. A shit show right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can you can yeah. say shit. Yeah, show. okay, great. I can curse <laughs> on this. Fab. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good to like quite literally have that in your back pocket that you know you have you know protection. If if things get crazy with a debit card, you're kind of shit out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we use them for flights and hotels. That's a good point. Yes. That's a good point. You say hotels too, because I always forget you can't actually use them for hotels. Flights and hotels. Okay. Don't use your points on Seamless. Don't use your points on Amazon. Okay. Just travel. Some of these credit cards, like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I yep. showed you it before. Yes, it's yes, the, the Preferred. <laughs> I literally made Nicole like take out her wallet. I'm like, which so card like, you Is it the whatever or the Preferred? What's the other one? It's like the Preferred and then the safe, uh, the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're like sister cards. Kinda. I was like, this one. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> it's blue, Yeah. <laughs> And I do see on the website when I go to book travel through it, I'm like, oh, I could use this to buy like Uber. Yeah. No. But you don't want to nope. do that. You never want to use your points for anything except travel. So that's okay. flights, that's hotels. Okay. And we'll get into the best ways to do that because there are a few different ways. Okay. But just know, like, save your points for travel. Like, please, I beg okay. of you. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess jumping around a little in our little uh, nice outline, but no, you're good. I had a lot of thoughts. (laughs) Which ones should we be using? I know, yeah. So, such a common question. I feel like I get that all the time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an annoying answer because there's not like one best card. It really is like what's best for you. Like, I personally, you know, go out to eat a lot. So, Mm -hmm. I'm going to want a card that like has a high amount of you know, bonus points earning for dining or groceries or something like that versus, you know, if you are taking a lot of flights, like if you travel for work a lot or something like that, you might want to get a card that earns you bonus points on airfare or hotels or something like that. Um, So it really just does depend on you, depends what, you know, your highest spending categories are. Uh And then the flip side of that in terms of like, you know, planning travel, especially if it's for your honeymoon, you're going to want to like kind of figure out not exactly where you want to go, but like, let's say, let's say you want to stay at like the Park Hyatt somewhere, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, one of Hyatt's like nicest hotel brands. And there's a bunch of them all over the world. Hyatt is a transfer partner of Chase and we'll get into transfer partners. So don't freak out. Okay. Okay. I was like, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) Jump in the gun a little bit. It's, It's all connected. So, so Hyatt is a transfer partner of Chase. Okay. So if you know that like you really want to stay in like some type of Park Hyatt hotel somewhere, you're not going to want to have an Amex card. Right. Because then you're not going to be able to transfer your Amex points okay. to Hyatt. Okay. Yes. And we'll get into transferring that's like kind of like, you know, level 102 instead of level 101. Gotcha. But you. that's really where like the I know most value I've, is. I know I've heard people ask, can you transfer points to each other? Yeah. 
Oh, like for like honeymoons and stuff, like combining? Yeah, like I had points on mine. Could I yeah. give them to my sister? It kind of depends on what it is. And a lot of the times it's like not easy. Like I remember my grandpa had a bunch of United Miles and like yeah, he's he not, yeah, them. he's not using them. He's like, I'll give them to you. But United wanted to charge me more than what the miles were worth. Oh, And God. I was like, that just defeats the purpose. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and they were like, no, sorry. Like that sucks. So- it's not always the easiest. It kind of just depends on like the program that you're trying to combine, right. but definitely like read into like which, you know, if you're trying to transfer card points or airline miles from person to person, like if you're trying to like, you know, pool your points with your fiance or something okay. like that, look into like what the process is. Before we move on to the points and miles yeah, thing, because I totally. do have questions about all that. Can we talk about the types of travel credit cards yeah. and and what types there are and what the different benefits of each are. And maybe just, I know there's so, so many. So maybe just like the the most popular ones. Yep, that definitely, definitely. And again, like this is all very like, you have to do what's best for you, what works right. for me and it may not work for best for you and et cetera, et cetera. So there's a few different types of quote unquote travel credit cards. These are all cards that will earn you points or miles on your purchases and or stays, et cetera. And just as an FYI, there's no difference in a point or mile. It's okay. just semantics. It it's it's a currency. Points and miles at the end of the day are currency. Okay. So that's really the key thing here. They have a value attached to them. And that value gotcha. kind of changes from program to program or, you know, something like that. Gotcha. Um, and they're not all created equal. So that's also worth keeping in mind. So in terms of like the types of travel credit cards, the the big ones, and these are the ones that like I personally use the most and you know would recommend to someone, are just the ones that have transferable points, aka okay. ones you can transfer. So for example, the Chase Sapphire Preferred that you have. Woo. Per I know, you're doing great. <laughs> Perfect example of one. Like You can use those points transfer to partners such as Hyatt that I mentioned before, Amazing. or airline partners like United, which, you know, there's there's better airlines in my opinion, but like... And quick question, yeah, yeah. Go for it. breaking it real down, no, how go. am I getting those points yep. the best? So a few ways that you can earn travel points, and then we'll go back to the other types yes. of cards, but... Love ya. No, of course, I got you. So as far as earning points, so most cards have something called a sign-up bonus, which is another way of saying if you spend a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time, you can earn a certain amount of points. Mm -hmm. So, for example, with, like, the Amex Gold right now, which is a very popular card, great for people that go out to eat a lot, personally my <laughs> most used card since I spend mm -hmm. a lot of money on food. Um, so, like, the current public offer is 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in your first six months. Some people are being targeted for higher offers, but okay. with those points, like, depending on how you use them, like, that's, you know, a couple free nights in a hotel, yeah, like sixty thousand yeah, points. Yeah, it's is a, a lot. good amount of points. And totally four thousand in your first only six months. Mm -hmm. That's so easy. Rent. Yeah. yeah, anything. Sometimes you can't use a card for rent, unfortunately. Oh. But like, pro tip: okay, you go for dinner with all your friends. You say, you know, I'm getting the points. I'm getting the bill, and everyone Venmo's me. So yeah. especially if you're planning Duh. a wedding, and your vendors or your venue can accept credit cards. I know, obviously, not all of them do, but if they mm -hmm. can. Put that on your credit card. Like yes. getting that sign-up bonus while you're planning a wedding is literally ideal because you can then pay for your honeymoon using points. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so back to the other types of credit cards. So yes. you have the transferable points ones, which are like Amex cards, Chase cards, yes. Capital One, City, et cetera. Then you have co-branded cards. Those can oh. either be for hotels or for airlines. So for example, like a co-branded 
um, you know, Chase Marriott card or an Amex okay. Delta card or something like that. Seen those, those. Yeah. Like you've seen them. Like there's like subway ads for them. Like you've seen mm-hmm. them. So those cards are for people in, in my opinion, like they're really only good if you fly a certain airline or you stay in a certain hotel, like a right. lot. And you're actually, you know, reaping the benefits of them because A, you're going to earn more bonus points or miles on them. B, a lot of times, depending on the type of card, they come with perks like a free night certificate or like a certain amount of like money off or early boarding or like things like that. But like for people that are like planning their honeymoons, if you're, you know, if you're not like flying a certain airline a lot, like it's probably just not going to make sense. Right, right. And most of the time, most people I think go like international for honeymoons and mm-hmm. like probably going to want to fly a nice international airline. That's anyway. the thing. Like even if like I know I fly out of Newark a lot right. and I'm oftentimes using United there, sometimes international flights for a honeymoon, we flew out of JFK and right. used Qatar Airlines. Right, so exactly, which I is think, amazing airline. Yeah, and, and, and I fly a lot like normally and not fly a lot, yeah, yeah. I, not for work and stuff, just like, you know, yeah. family visits right. and stuff. Right, yeah. Right, bachelorettes. So that that's why I feel like I should have more with United and I should be. Well, I do have my, um, what's it called? The freaking mileage. Yes, you I'm, have a frequent flyer account. Frequent which flyer. Definitely get. They're free to sign up. You should yes. get a frequent flyer account. Regardless. Regardless. But, okay. Yes. I mean, you don't need an account with like every single airline, especially if you don't mm-hmm. fly them. But like you're a United flyer, like good to have a frequent flyer account with United. Right, right. It's free. And that's when you earn your, you know, right. you earn United miles every time you take a United flight. Gotcha. But for some of our listeners who might not fly that often, but they are planning to for their honeymoons, mm-hmm. you wouldn't recommend like one of these that are specifically for an airline. The, like co-branded, the co-branded? Probably not. You're just going to have so much more flexibility with the transferable cards, okay. like such as the Amex Gold, the Chase Sapphire Preferred or Reserve, Amex mm-hmm. Platinum, anything like that, because those points you can use for both hotels and flights anyway. Gotcha. Whereas these co-branded ones, you're kind of like locked into just like you can only use them at Marriott hotels or you can only use your miles right. on like Delta or something like that. So it's a lot more limited. And for the transferable ones that you can transfer and use for mm-hmm. hotels like the Chase, is it for like any hotel or is it only for these big chains? So glad you asked that. So that's what it, that's what the transferable points do. That's the, the transfer partners. Okay. So every card issuer has a list of partners that you can transfer your points to. Gotcha. So for example, Delta is a transfer partner of American Express. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Delta Airlines, American Express. Right. Correct. Okay. So it's kind of just like, you know, the points game is not necessarily like just because you want to use your points here. You can, unfortunately, I wish it was that easy and I could Mm -hmm. like wave my magic wand and like, you know, points in business class for all. It definitely does take a little bit of like patience and, you know, research and checking right. up on these things. Um, so yeah, does that like, does that No, that, that that helps. Yeah. So this is all stuff you want to look into before you sign up for these credit exactly. cards. Like, exactly. Wait, what are the transfer partners? What are the airlines that are transfer partners? What are the hotels right. that they transfer to? For example. Exactly. And each will have like a list of these. Yeah. Probably they'll, they'll have a list. Somewhere. Like, for okay. example, like, Max and I, my fiance, want to go to Japan for our honeymoon, which hopefully by the time we get married, it's open. So we oh. actually, we both love Japan and that's kind of like what we first connected over. Like we went to, a, I went on a solo trip to Japan before I met him. Solo trip? Oh I know. It was, yeah. Well, that was, that's a whole other episode. It was the best thing I ever did. The literal best thing ever. Oh my God. And 
Max went to Japan a few years prior with a bunch of his friends. And that was like the thing that we immediately connected over. So we mm-hmm. want to go there for a honeymoon. Love. So one of the airlines that I would potentially look into is ANA, which is All Nippon Airways, okay. which is a Japanese airline. Absolutely incredible. They're a transfer partner of Amex. Perfect. So knowing this... It's kind of like, okay, we need to up our Amex points balance so that we can potentially fly that airline. Okay. So that's kind of a good tip for people looking to plan their honeymoon. Of Again, you don't need to have every single like detail planned out, but at least have like some game plan of right. like, we want to fly this airline. We want to stay in this type of a hotel. We want to go here because you don't want to get a card that like none of the transfer partners transfer over. Be on your yeah, honeymoon. exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. And when you say up your Amex points balance, that yeah. means just get more points. So yeah. So so I know <laughs> we're jumping right? around. I have a lot of thoughts. Sorry, guys. No, this is so but, so you asked before, like, how do you earn points? One of the big mm-hmm. ways is the sign up bonus. The other way is just through like day to day, everyday spending. So like okay. you know, you go to Target, you do a whole Target haul because you need all this stuff for your wedding or whatever it is, and you put it on you know, a card that earns bonus points on everyday purchases or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, th- that adds up. Like it all right. adds up over time. Like that's kind of the name of the game. Don't you get more for travel purchases? Like if on yes. my chase, I'm buying a hundred dollar Uber. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck I'm doing totally. that. But if I'm doing a hundred dollar <laughs> Uber versus well, with, like with Uber $100. prices these days, not totally. Yeah, crazy. honestly, in the New York City area, <laughs> from absurd. Hoboken to Brooklyn, easily, literally absurd. But um, so if I'm doing $100 on Uber versus $100 at Target, mm-hmm. I'm going to get more points for exactly. that Uber one, right? Yep. Great Typically. question. So each card kind of has like its own reward structure. And this mm-hmm. is like kind of what I was getting at before of like cards can earn different amounts of points or miles depending on different sp- categories, spending okay. categories. So like some cards will earn more bonus points on travel. Some points, uh, cards will earn more bonus points on dining. And Uber gotcha. fits in that travel category a lot of the times too. Sometimes it's airfare. So like, again, you're going to want to find the card that like matches your best, you know, spending habits. But, you know, day to day on this everyday spending, like these points will add up quicker than you think. And that's right. why like my earlier point, like no pun intended, again, sorry, <laughs> like the debit card, you know, you're not getting anything in return. At least when you have a right. card that's earning you points, you are getting things in return that you can put towards your honeymoon or 100%. travel or whatever it is. Um, and one more thing I want to mention, just mm-hmm. FYI, on earning points, something called shopping portals. And this is like so underrated. I have no idea what that is. Okay, it's going to like change your life. <laughs> so, okay. And I love these. So. A lot, of, so all of the big, you know, U.S. airlines, American, Delta, United, et cetera, have shopping portals where you can. It will direct you to like a big retailer site. So instead of going to like Bloomingdale's.com, you're a United uh-huh. girl. So you'll go to United Shopping Portal. It's totally free to sign I up. I have a love hate relationship with United. I know, don't we all? But like, <laughs> but like I get it. Like Jersey girls, you yeah. Know? So, so go to the portal. yeah. So you go to the portal instead, which will then direct you straight to Bloomingdale's.com. It's the real Bloomingdale site. It's not like anything sketchy at all. And sorry, where is the portal? You How just did I Google, get there? Just Google United Shopping Portal. Okay. So sign up for an account, United, Delta, whatever. <laughs> like sign, yeah. the magical portal. <laughs> the magical portal. Like as if magical it's going through Narnia. <laughs> How do, how do I find Narnia. said portal? You're like, Google Narnia. United Portal. <laughs> okay. Like, on. let me Google that for you. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. So. Um, it'll take me to Bloomingdale's. Yeah, it'll take you to Bloomingdale's and you'll earn bonus airline miles on your purchase as well as this is what's called like double dipping. So like then if you, you know, are 
using your even just a, a standard travel credit card, nothing crazy, but you're earning points on everyday purchases. Most cards are like one mm-hmm. X on everything. You know, you spend a hundred dollars at Bloomingdale's or whatever it is, you earn a hundred points. A hundred points on its own is not going to get you literally anywhere, but they add up over time. So you've now earned a hundred dollars, yeah. sorry, a hundred points on your, you know, your Simply general credit card. And then depending on the, the shopping portals, like the miles part fluctuates kind of day to day. So you'll want to check, okay. but like sometimes it's 3X. So you'll earn 300 United miles as well. Again, those few hundred miles are not going to get you anywhere, but they add, add up. up. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So if I, that means if I'm going to look at, I think you wrote Sephora down somewhere. Yes. Some Sephora. Yep. If I, Sephora, I know for a fact, knees. I need a new concealer from Sephora. Mm-hmm. I'm out of my Kosas under eye concealer. Mm-hmm. So if I <laughs> want to go buy that mm-hmm. before just going to the store or even just going to normal Sephora.com, mm-hmm. should I literally type in United shopping portal? Yep. You go through, you have United shopping portal. You just, it's literally from United Airlines. Like promise it's not sketchy. You just click a button. It directs you straight to to Sephora, and then you check out, and that's it. And then you'll earn United Miles for your purchase. And then I use my Chase. And then you'll use your Chase exactly. So I'll earn points on the credit card for simply using it, and then also United Miles. Hit the nail on the head. Oh, okay. I told you this was going to change your life. So literally, it's so underrated. Why am I 29 years old and I haven't used this yet? It's because, like, it's not really like. It's not that it's not a thing, but like it, it like this stuff takes time. This stuff takes research, and like it's not, it's not easy. And like we're all so busy, especially when you're planning a wedding. Like, yeah, you don't have like free time to just like be delving into all of these things. Yeah, so. I, you know, like I, I get it. I've been there. Like it's. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, but next time I'm going to buy something yeah. from a major retailer, which is often because yeah, like I have an addiction. Totally. Especially when you're planning your wedding, like yeah. you're constantly just like yeah. buying a white dress whatever. from yeah. Nordstrom. Exactly. Yeah. Before you buy anything, just stop and type in whatever airline you fly frequently mm-hmm. or want to use for your honeymoon. Or want to use yeah. for your honeymoon. Okay. And real quick, a question came up yeah. in my head as we were talking about that. Like, so say you get one of these sign-up bonuses, you get the 60,000 points. Mm -hmm. How much dollars is that worth normally in like- Great question. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit like- Yes. I'm going to answer that question and then- You (laughs) steer the airplane here. (laughs) Quite literally. Please do. So like I said before, your points and miles have value. They're a currency. Okay. The thing is, is like, it's not always necessarily a set value and it's kind of like what you make of them, if that makes sense. Um, so that said, there's two ways to redeem your points and miles, which is called an award, like an award stay. Mm -hmm. So if you ever hear that or an award redemption or something like that. So to do an award redemption, like, great, I accumulated, you know, all these Amex points or whatever it is, and I can't wait to use them for my honeymoon. Great. Mm -hmm. So you can either use them through your credit card issuers travel portal, such as, you know, in the case of Amex, amextravel.com. That's usually like, I would say not necessarily the go-to, but like for people that like don't really know what to do with points and like they know they have their points, like it's easy. And totally. don't get me wrong, there's That's nothing. That's how I book flights. Yeah, I'm and like sure. there's nothing wrong with it. I think that there's kind of this like idea within like the points and miles community. Like a lot of people try to squeeze like every single penny that they can out of mm-hmm. their points and miles, which to you know to each their own. You got to do what's what's best for you, but. For people that are like busy and don't really have the time or patience or energy to like really like delve into like what is an award chart, which 
I will get to. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, it it's it makes it easier for you. So right. don't, you know, don't feel like, oh my God, I can't use the portal. You absolutely and that, can. That portal's literally on Amex.com, on Chase.com, whatever your card is. Yep. Capital One, that's yep. one too. Mike has that one. Oh, okay. Didn't even the, ven- yeah. the, the venture. <laughs> yeah. But I think Chase is better. I don't know. Depends um, on the person. Okay, okay. Yep. I don't know what he gets with that, but that's a whole other one. <laughs> we'll talk later. But so you're literally going onto the site, clicking on the travel tab, mm-hmm. and that's what you're saying when you mean book through the portal. Yep, exactly. Okay. It's through your credit card issuer's site. Gotcha. Yep, exactly. Oh. So like the Chase Ultimate Rewards portal, Amex Travel portal, et cetera, et cetera. Right, you're going right. through the retailer, the I, credit so card So that's site. the only way I thought you could book mm-hmm. through. So that's, I think that's like what a lot of people think. And like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's easy. It mm-hmm. makes it easy. And it's always good to check that. The other option to do is by transferring them to partners. And that's a little bit more advanced. And like, mm. I want to say like, you know, don't don't feel like you have to like run out and get 10 credit cards and like do all these crazy like points, magician, you know, redemptions and like bite off more you can chew. Um, so like I said before, you know, airline or sorry, credit cards have airline partners and hotel partners. You can transfer your points from your credit card to those listed partners and you're nine times out of 10 going to get so much more value than you would out of instead of using the portal. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And how do you feel physically transfer them do you call chase nope you can do it all online you just have to like connect your accounts they're they like walk you through it online kind of okay yeah it's it's not it's not like easy but it's not difficult and i'm baffled at the same time I didn't it's know hard. this. Mike didn't know this, or else I would have <laughs> looked into here. this. Like Chase, knowing my goddamn luck, yeah. Chase probably has a fucking transfer partner in Qatar Airways, <laughs> and we could have gotten so think. much more bang. Okay, never mind. Well, but still. I mean, there's definitely a flight yeah. I've taken in the past where I've booked through the Chase well, portal. Next time, you know who to ask, and you know it's yeah. it's a learning process. Like again, like there's still things that like transfer. I don't know, and I kind of like. I know what I know how to do, if that makes sense. Like, I just went to Italy and I know how to like, you know, like we flew home Emirates business class. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. How did you do that? (laughs) Okay. Super easy. This is actually a great example. Or did you just pay? No, no, this is a great example. I've never flown business. I've never flown first. I've always wanted to, especially on the honeymoon. I think a lot of the listeners here like want to try to do this Mm -hmm. on their honeymoon. Totally. So drop all the knowledge. So like, for example, and this is good because it's Italy. I feel like it's, you know, honeymoon destination 101. So... Okay, so we came home from Italy, and at the time when we booked, this was probably like January, February, maybe. We trans. I used sixty two thousand five hundred Amex points. Okay. Max, my fiance, had Chase points. He used sixty two thousand five hundred of his Chase points. We transferred to Emirates, which is a transfer partner of both Chase and Amex. Ooh. Transferred directly to Emirates, and then we just paid like 
$90 in, in taxes and fees. So like for a business class flight, we paid $90. And how much normally would that flight have cost? $3,000, oh, something like that. That is a good point though. I do, I do just want to like mention like the cardinal rule of all this. And honestly, if you take nothing else away is like pay your bills on time and in full every single month. Otherwise that's going to negate any rewards that you earn. Yeah. Like Interest, you don't want to go right? into, yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to go into debt. No, you're doing great. Why am I? It's, I like, trust me, this was literally me five years ago. Like you don't want to go into debt for this flight. Otherwise it kind of right. defeats the purpose. And like, don't buy things that you wouldn't ordinarily buy just because you're like, oh, I'll earn the points. Like right. these are points that I earn just from, you know, day to day spending or whatever. And, and did you easy. get this card? You've had this card for a I've while. Had, I've had a lot of my cards for a while now. Okay. Yeah. Because I think Jordana, you guys will remember better than I do. It all blends together at this point. <laughs> but good. I know Jordana did something where X amount of time before her actual honeymoon, mm -hmm. she actually signed up for a credit mm -hmm. card yeah. and then gave her like eight months or however long it was to actually accumulate the points. Yeah. And by then she was able to fly first class. Yeah, exactly. So that ties into like the sign up bonus of like, okay. you know, when you're spending... $4,000 in six months or whatever it is. And then you earn those 60,000 points. That's just okay. one card. It, the sign-up bonuses vary from card to card. Well, real quick, because yeah. I, I know we're jumping around like crazy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is just, I, there's so many questions that we can, come we up. We can do a follow-up. We might have to. <laughs> bonus. Um, like, which cards do you have? So so my most used, like I said, is the Amex Gold. Amex. Yeah, I just, I, yeah. And like, I'm basic and it's rose gold. So like, it's great. <laughs> So it goes with the aesthetic. It goes, it goes with the aesthetic. So I also use the Amex every day pretty frequently, which is a no annual fee card. And just a quick note on that, but like, don't be afraid of the annual fees. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times they come with perks that offset the cost of the annual fee, like okay. a clear membership, TSA pre-check, global entry. Yeah. Like you get that automatically. It, de it depends. Yeah, it depends. It depends on the card. Mike's like, been screaming at me to yeah. get global entry. I think it's I've talked about it on here before. Because global entry also functions as TSA pre-check. You get what's called the KTM, yes. the known traveler number. So he's like, it's so easy. It's you so easy. You go to the airport, you interview quickly, yes. and then you have it. And I'm like, who has time to go to the airport during the day? Go the next time you're- I know I need to. Yeah. Like on a flight, like know, it or stupid. going on a flight. He's like about to, it's like hurting our marriage. <laughs> no, literally, he, 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 he waits back with me. You know, you found a keeper when he yeah. has global entry, but you don't, and he waits <laughs> with you in the t normal I had, TSA. I had to wait with my 17 year old cousin coming back from our cousin's bachelorette the other week. <laughs> It was painful. Good cousin. Good cousin. I know, right? I, I really am. left her in the dust. I really am. Okay, um, so what? So what was that thing you just mentioned so, before I cut you off? So, so a lot of cards that have annual fees. Like I feel like I used to be really afraid of cards that had annual fees, but mm -hmm. like you have to figure out if like the perks that it comes with are worth it. A lot of times, those perks, the right. value of them is more than the value of the annual fee. Like for example, the Amex Gold comes with. Um, it's a two hundred dollars, two fifty annual fee. It comes with a hundred and twenty dollars towards dining, and then Amazing. which it's ten dollars a month. You can use it on like Shake Shacks, uh, Seamless, oh. um, Cheesecake Factory, Done. but like Seamless, like easy, yeah. you know. And then another a hundred and twenty towards Uber. So that alone is covers that annual fee. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, like because you're using that anyway. Exactly, exactly. Again, yeah. depends on like what perks you value most. Um, so I'd also recommend the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which is what you have. Nice. That has a lot of great earning perks. Um, just a really good kind of like 
starter travel credit card to like mm-hmm. get you in. Um, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which I mentioned before, is like its sister card. That's more of like the high-end one. Oh, has a 450 annual fee. I forgot off the top of my head. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Gotcha. 550. Sorry, I wrote it down. 550. Um, but like the, also the other thing with the annual fee is like you don't want to get a card just for the sake of getting a card. Like if you're yeah. not going to use the perks of it, then like you're kind of throwing money down the drain. Right, right. Like okay. you've got to find one that you're actually going to take advantage of. What are some of the other perks of these yeah. cards? Like are there any other cards we should be aware of? Um, yeah, I mean I like the Venture X. I like the Venture. Okay. Capital um, One Capital Venture. Venture. I like the Amex Platinum, which is kind of like the highest of the highest end. And like, again, like I said, like, you, you have to determine if the perks are worth it to you because right. the annual fee on that is just absurd. Is it like a thousand? It's like six ninety five now. Oh wow. Which is crazy. But it does oh come with perks like Country Club. It <laughs> kind of is. It's <laughs> literally, but it comes with perks like Clear, Centurion Lounge Access. So that's Delta, what I was gonna ask. Club like, the lounge yeah. access. That could be I mean, I I feel like you don't need a lounge access unless you're flying all the time for work. 100%. And you're like a CEO of a company. So if you are listening out there and you are a CEO, first of all, thank you. (laughs) Second of all, um, thank you for listening. And But yeah, no, I I feel like that doesn't fit a lot of our Yeah, because especially like, you know, if you're flying in business class to Italy for your honeymoon, you're going to have lounge access because you're in business class. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. So the lounge access really only comes in handy like if you're not flying in, in business. Right. I um, will say And if you fly frequently, like if you're just flying like, you know, Delta one time and you want to use the Centurion Lounge, like it's not worth it to get the Amex Platinum just for that. Like, right. Like it's like right. you're paying almost $700 to what have like a cheese plate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. In a lounge. Yeah. I will say if you have a layover in Qatar Airlines, try <laughs> to somehow get lounge access because, um, or in the Qatar airport, I mean, because that's what we flew on the way to South Africa, had an eight to nine hour layover, needed some sort of lounge access. We're like, oh, it's okay. We'll just go and like, I'll pay a couple, however, 20 bucks to get into a lounge when we get there. They were all so booked, Mm -hmm. so packed. Even like the lower ones that weren't expensive to get in. I mean, we literally just had to lounge in Starbucks all day. All day. It's a long day. It Especially for your honeymoon. I hadn't changed in about two full oh days. Yeah, well, brought, a lot of lounges have showers, too. Uh, so what I'm hearing is so you need nice. to do a honeymoon part two. Yes. So I'm going to give you and Mike all the tips. Correct. And you guys are going to go on your honeymoon again. Well, so speaking of that, correct. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> we had a question yeah. from an audience member that was like, can I just like get a card and pay for my entire honeymoon with points or miles or any yeah. of this magical currency? So like... Yes, but it will just be for the flights and hotels. Right. Unless you stay in an all-inclusive hotel somewhere, in which case the food will be included as point of right, as right. part of the, you know, the hotel rate, but like you can't like use your points to like go out to eat dinner in right. Japan. You right, know what right. I mean? But totally. yeah, if, like that's that's what flights I'm planning to do. Like for the most part, we're gonna just use, you know, points for, for business class or first class flights. I mean, we that's use, incredible. Yeah. And oh, actually that's another good thing I wanted to mention is like there's no right or wrong if you want to stretch your points and like fly coach, you mm-hmm. know, more times versus like ball out and, and do business or first class. Like totally. I hate to say it, like I sound like a broken record and it's annoying, but like it really is personal preference and no, it's but just I kind of that. like where you get the most bang for your buck. I think I think the perfect like model is like if you are going on your honeymoon, you're really not 
flying a lot for the rest of the year. Like that honeymoon is kind of the one yeah. big trip you have. If you have like one other, that's fine. But if that's your one thing, I would say my recommendation would be save up those points for that ball out. Both of you first class tickets, round trip if you can. Totally. But even just one way, I would do the flight there. Yeah. I feel like it's more important. On the way back, you just like take a Xanax and fucking. <laughs> I'm like torn because I feel like the come down from like a trip is so real. And so I feel like at least like having like yeah. that good flight coming home, you're like, all right, like at least like we're leaving, but like we get to like go, True. you know, relax a bit. True. I don't know. But then also like when on the way there, you're like so excited, like. But you're already happy on the way yeah, there. True. So it's like you you might not need the first class yeah. to keep you in good spirits. Yeah. I don't know. Well, with these tips, you're going to be able to do both ways, yeah. hopefully. So, so, so like, and like, especially for brides that like have a little bit more time, like now's mm -hmm. the time to start planning. Yeah. You know? I would say though, if you are one of those people who like you're one out of eight friends to be getting married that year, you have seven other bachelorette parties to attend in the year to fly to. You also have your honeymoon, your wedding, then maybe stretch your points and mm -hmm. do and fly coach and just pay for all of those flights. But yeah. Even those, even coach flights are getting so Oh my expensive. God, that's crazy. And you, you bring up a good point though, because you know, I personally am of the mindset of like, I'd rather save my points for like, you know, expensive business mm -hmm. class, you know, international flights. Like I would never use my points to just like go to Florida for the sake of argument. Oh, see, I just it, paid for a flight with points yeah. to Florida. I mean, like, again, like there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And like, you know, a lot of the people in like points and miles are like, you know, you want to get as much value as you can. You're not going to get so much value out of like using your points to Florida. Right. I'd rather like, I'd personally rather like don't hoard them, but like, you know, save them up and then use them to go to That's Italy why or whatever. That's why save up. Because mm -hmm. you always hear the words, I'm saving my points. Yeah, I'm exactly. And I'm like, what the exactly. fuck are we saving it for? Yep. yep. Okay. That took me a while to like understand of like, when do you want to use them? Like, why wouldn't you use them then? Like, yeah, I'm a user. you're just always going to get more value using them for a business class flight that like otherwise would be like a few thousand dollars. Right. Like I, yeah. when I went to Japan a few years ago, I flew Japan Airlines first class, which was like the coolest thing to ever happen uh, to me. Like it's literally been downhill since yeah. until I got engaged. Obviously. <laughs> but like, you know, that flight had we paid in cash would be like $16,000, oh which is crazy. Like that's absolutely crazy. Was What is the first class experience like? Maybe I, I want to hear yeah. about that. We're straying a little bit. No, you're, But I want to hear about that for like, just to have us, give us something to work towards. It's just very like surreal yeah like like you get a full-on blanket you get a blanket you shower bed. on the plane depends on the plane like okay. depends on the class like so, sometimes not not usually though like okay. the etihad like residence which is like a step above first class yeah they have oh. that haven't blown that oh um gosh. but yeah like you know they just kind of like wait on you hand and foot yeah it sounds the food's amazing magical drinks. The, oh the food it's you got just, a full-on plate like real silverware yeah exactly like it's just like an enjoyable experience and as opposed to just like i'm sitting in this seat for 12 hours and not I for nothing myself. but like i don't know you just sit next to someone that you don't want to be sitting yeah. next to yeah. on a this sounds on a 14 so bad, hour but flight. like no, you want to be comfortable you know so Anywho, that that you save in first in first class. Yeah. For those of us that have to do, what did you call it before the um, what did they call it? The poor man's first oh, class. Oh, poor man's business class. Bo poor man's business class. <laughs> so, so that's if let's say you don't have enough points for the first class flight and you have to just suck it up and coach. 
what can us honeymooners do to <laughs> beg for a poor man's first class? So, so poor man's first class, Nicole and I were talking before. She's telling me about her honeymoon and like they were able to like get the whole row. And I was like, oh, it's, it's just like, I don't know like if that's like a real thing, but it's called poor man's first class. I don't really like the phrase, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I mean, you can always like, it's annoying, but like you can talk to the gate agent and say, hey, it's our honeymoon. Like, is there anything yeah. you can do? Unfortunately, I feel like in this day and age with every, like everything's chaotic in travel right now, like the chances that they're going to be able to just like give you a full row to yourselves, especially to popular honeymoon destinations is like kind of slim to none, but can't hurt to ask. You never know. Like just try it, you know, put on your your best smile. And I've found that if you are super nice to the flight attendants, Mm -hmm. they will hook you up with like, like I became best friends with one on the way home from Italy. He was, it was on British Airways. We were showing each other pictures of our dogs. Amazing. And he ended up loving us. He brought us three bottles of wine each, little mini bottles. Love that. It was amazing. Like before, like everybody was even served drinks, like hooked us up with wine. It was so amazing. Like, so literally just be, just go up. People love honeymooners. People love honeymooners. They do. It can't hurt. Just be like, listen, in the nicest way possible, be like, there's any other thing you can do like if right if like there understand that to you be, can't if right, you can't like right. we get it we're not going to be like you know exactly. give us that because it's our honeymoon yeah if there happens to be open seats could like like could you move somebody to an open seat that that's not compromising their comfort exactly still? like they're still hooked up in comfort comfortable and everything but that you know gives you guys a little more space and whatnot. yep exactly Just and same thing with hotels you can email the concierge mm-hmm. at your hotel once you book and say you know, it's not like they're going to sell you like a honeymoon package. Like no one has right. like honeymoon rates, but you know, they they might throw in you know a nice bottle of wine or something when totally. you get there, or nice like roses on the bed or something cute. Totally, totally. Yeah. Just make them know it's your honeymoon, and yes, and the honeymoon gods will speak back. <laughs> okay, and you would say when we are looking into all these cards, we should look into things with like the um, what's it called with the sign up bonus? Yeah, with- most. All the travel cards have some type of sign-up bonus. It's going to vary from card to card. Okay. Um, and sometimes they kind of, you know, elevate the offer, so to speak. Um, but yeah, they all they all come with a type of sign-up bonus. You'll earn like a big chunk of, of points or miles in a short amount of time. Okay. Yep. And, um, and like you said, it's like whatever fits you, your spending habits, mm-hmm. your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If this one says you have to spend 4,000 in six months, but to get the 60,000 points, but you say to yourself, listen, I'm really cutting back yeah. somehow. I'm not spending 4,000. Then don't sign up for that. 110%. Like literally, if you take nothing else away from this, like do not get a card just to get the points and like pay your bills in t- on time and right. in full every month. Like if you cannot afford to do it, do not do it. Right. right. That is literally rule number one. Well, so. I could see people getting super excited because it sounds like free money, but then again, right. like, you are like, paying. No such thing as a free lunch, but like, right. you know, it's... It's just being it's just being smart. That's really all it is. It's okay. being smart with what you spend and where and when and then making the most of it. One last quick question. Yeah. We didn't touch on status with yeah. airlines. So, I know we talked about that a little. Like my yeah. friend who lives in Tel Aviv mm-hmm. flies back and forth to she's from New Jersey, so to see right. family and stuff, she flies from she flies Delta mm-hmm. and she's now mm-hmm. reached since she's flying, you know, X amount of miles each time. She's now reached Delta status where she, or maybe it's United, I don't know, some yeah. sort of status yeah, where yeah. now automatically the lucky bitch gets upgraded mm-hmm. and bumped up mm-hmm. to first class randomly. Yep. And I'm like, but we flew back from 
Brooke's wedding in Dominican Republic. <laughs> I bring it up on every goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> we flew from that, and Ruby was in first class with I her um, fiance Eldar. Living and the me, life. me and Mike were in the last <laughs> row on the plane, the literal last. We couldn't even seats. lean our seats back. <laughs> the toilet it smelled. Here, here's the thing with status: is like, kind of like you know, getting getting a card if you can afford it. You only get, you know, airline status if like you're flying a lot. Yeah. Like I didn't have airline status until a month ago and I worked at a travel company for, you know, well, and you get four and a half years. On the certain amount. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. And you flew for work too. Right. But so like, you get it's it on like, the certain amount of miles you're getting, which miles you get because of the distance. Right. It's miles and a certain amount of like spending threshold. Gotcha. So like you kind of have to hit like two criteria in a way. Gotcha. I would say honestly though, like don't don't stress about it. Like for people that like are just trying to like be like, we don't really travel much or we travel every now and then. And like, you know, we're we're saving up for our honeymoon one way or another. The status is more or less irrelevant. Like gotcha. you're not going to just like book all these flights domestically just to like earn airline status and then like right. have it for your honeymoon so that you maybe get upgraded. Like, yeah. Because it's I, always a maybe. Yeah. I'm like any t- anybody I've ever known with any f- sort of status. Totally. They didn't. They booked a normal flight, but then lucky. Right. Got like booked, there's booked so much that like goes into that, like behind the yeah. scenes, like you know, people like literally like study this, like the inner workings yeah. of like airline elite status and all this stuff. Like for me, I didn't. I didn't travel on one specific airline enough right. that like. I earned it. And because like when I was going on like, you know, fun travel or at least, you know, more so pre-COVID, but in the last two years, haven't done like so, so much. Um, you know, I would just be like, okay, where do I want to go? How can I transfer my points to get there? And then I just go. Like the status was okay. kind of like irrelevant almost. Okay. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't get hung up on it, honestly. Okay. And last question that yeah. this just came up, the frequent flyer number that I've mm-hmm. been, my friend literally grabbed my phone, logged me into the United app for me because I had forgotten my login. But I don't know. I'm like a I'm illiterate like grandmother when it comes to doing this stuff sometimes. <laughs> I've she been was there. like, you're an Trust idiot. Me. You've been flying United. I'm putting you in now. Mm-hmm. Here's your frequent flyer. You have Use a good friend. This. Yeah. She literally was like, you can f- backdate them somehow, like yeah. backfill the points. Yeah. For- yeah. She yeah, was you like, can. you need to figure that one out on your own because we don't have time for that. But <laughs> Still haven't, but um, should I be? So if I'm flying JetBlue one weekend mm-hmm. to a bachelorette party yep. in a couple weeks to you know wherever I'm flying United, and then in a couple weeks I'm flying whatever other airlines, freaking Spirit, who knows? <laughs> do should I be doing frequent flyer numbers for each of these? Yes, yes. <sighs> it's I've never. It's free to sign up. Well, I. I want to say yes, but again, like you have to do what works best for you. If you're like, look, I really just like, I I have one JetBlue flight for the sake of argument coming up. And if you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm really never planning on flying JetBlue again, at least right now. Yeah. Like if you fly these airlines a good amount, but like if you're flying one airline that like you literally never fly and you're not planning on flying them again soon, like you don't really need to sign up for frequent flyer account. Like that's kind of, you know, what I was getting at before a little bit, like don't bite off more than you can chew. Like you don't have to sign up for every, you know, loyalty program, frequent flyer program, same thing. You don't have to sign up for every loyalty program under the sun. But like, if you tend to stay, you know, in Marriott hotels a lot, you'll want to sign up for a Marriott account. If you tend to fly JetBlue a lot or United a lot or whatever it is, you'll want to sign up for those accounts. They're all free to sign up. Mm -hmm. It can't, it can't hurt at the end of the day. You know, it just might take 
20 minutes or so to do. Got you. But Got it, you. Like each one individually only takes a minute or so. So don't be lazy and just yeah, just do it. it. It helps. It helps. Last question about the yeah. Amex Gold, and then we're literally moving on to unpopular opinion. Amazing. I forgot to ask you. You said dining. You have it because you dine out a lot. Can mm-hmm. you spend it? Does it count towards groceries? So the Amex Gold also does count, on, I'm count for groceries. That. Yes, I'm, it's four. Let's all it's sign up for Amex Gold together. <laughs> and this is Sam has literally no. Right? This is also you very much like not sponsored. Yeah, guys. I was like, going to say you don't very, have an affiliation no, with. Oh my anything. god, no! Like very much not sponsored. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's four X. I I just I love the card. I've been using it for years. Like it's four X okay. on dining and gross or dining and 4X. groceries in the U.S. So like, let's say you go and spend a hundred dollars at. You know the supermarket, you go yeah. to Whole Foods, whatever, and you buy like two avocados and get a hundred and spend a hundred dollars. So yeah, literally. Get, <laughs> so you go to pay with your Amex Gold to check out. You get four hundred points, a hundred times four. I can't do math, but like that, I can do. And again, like I said before, those four hundred points on their oh, own, okay. literally not getting you from you know this end of the table to the other, but like oh it yeah, adds up. we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. I got you. I'm gonna walk you through it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm signing up. Oh, love this for you so oh, much. Wow. Or no, like Mike's going to try to sign up before me and get all this stuff because he actually puts the groceries on his mm. car. Lucky him. I've been giving him the points. Yeah. He's that greedy friend who gets the points. You know that one friend we all have? That's yeah, like, I'm probably that friend. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, guys. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that friend now. We're all, everybody listening, be the points friend. Mm-hmm. Be the mm-hmm. one who's putting down your card. I'll just pay. Especially if like, you're planning money. your honeymoon, you have an excuse. Like yes. your friend should let you do it. Yeah. You know? It's time for unpopular opinions brought to you by our favorites at High Noon Hard Seltzer. So, as you guys know, High Noon is my favorite drink of choice, my go to. It's the best. I've never met anybody who doesn't like it. So, without further ado, thank you, High Noon, and let's get into our first unpopular opinion. You don't have to pay for your bridesmaid's hair and makeup. Do you know if you're going to oh. yet? We put you on the spot here. Sorry to any of Sam's bridesmaids. <laughs> so guys. my bridesmaids don't officially know they're my bridesmaids yet. So if okay. you're one of my friends, just um, skip ahead. Um, but if it makes I you feel better, I literally didn't. And I kind of wish I did. I think you do. I, I am planning on it. That's really like, for Well, first of all, our venue has like this insane bridal suite and like that that was a big thing for me that like yes. I want to have the day getting ready with my best friends like just listening to music having fun like that was really more of a big thing for me than mm-hmm. like you know whatever but I I do also like this is such a hot take but like I do also kind of think like you know you're asking them to be your bridesmaids like you have to kind of like right. do something for them especially if you want the photos to look good like right. you can't you know you can't say I want you to be my bridesmaid, but like I'm not planning on paying for your hair and makeup, but you need to do it so that right. we can get the photos. Like I, I just feel say, like that's a little if weird. If you're not, if it's not in budget, then do not require. Give I agree. the option. I mean, regardless, yes, I give think the you option. Should give the option. Yeah. As we've learned, like on this podcast, you know, not everybody wants their hair done mm-hmm. by the birth. Yeah. I sure. think just always give them the option. Sure. But um, yeah, the more that point blank, the more that, you, that you're requiring them to do, the more you have to kind of like mm-hmm. help fund these things. Totally. totally. Even if, if you're requiring them to get a certain type of dress in this certain specific dress and it's a $180 dress, then you should fund that yeah. if you're making them 100%. versus if you're saying just get a blue dress and yep. in this shade and you pick it out. That's like what I'm doing. Like this so. is kind of a hot take, but like I just like I personally don't subscribe to the belief of like oh I'm the bride so like you have to do what I say. 
I love that. You know, like You're I'm trying, I'm trying bride. to be the chill bride. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What colors are you doing for bridesmaids? Okay, you know? so I haven't a hundred percent decided. I've been really back and forth. Right now, again, if you are my friend, don't listen to this. Turn it off here. Scroll like, forward like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, so I'm planning, I think, on doing shades of pink, like oh. light pinks, because it's early, it's early September. It's a summer Gorgeous. wedding. Like different shades of pink or black, but like I feel like that's just so you guys you did black, yeah, right? Yeah. I did black. Like, I kind of wish and I, I love could do a I mean, fun color. All I wear is black, clearly, but like <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like black is also so classy. It's so elegant. Like yeah. we're having black ties, so like Pink I like the vibe really of that. I know. That. I'll show you my mood board after because I yeah, have mood boards. Yeah, I need a so, visual. TBD. Ugh. Okay, friends, you can listen now. Okay, now <laughs> turn it back on, Sam's friends. 82% of people agree that you don't have to pay oh. for your bridesmaids hair and makeup. Wow. I think if you can, you really should. And I think that could that should be a gift. Like mm-hmm. prioritize that as a gift. Yep. Or like, I don't know. Just, yeah, like that's, really that's my nice gift to gift them is, is your hair and yeah, makeup. Because people like getting glammed up. Oh, if you're paying for their hair and makeup, that is your gift. I'm yeah. a big believer. Oh, like, yeah. well, you don't need to be getting them anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also feel out your friends. Like if you think they'd want a gift more than that and they don't mind paying for their own hair and makeup, whatever. True. But give the option. Okay, next one is reading speeches off your phone is tacky. And we've done these in the past, you guys, but we get different perspectives because really there's not unlimited unpopular opinions. So if you've heard these before, then just (laughs) go with it, okay? (laughs) What what Sam has to say. Um, Slash knowing me, I've probably changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) We're allowed to. You know what? Like things change, things evolve. It's it's all good. And then like, it's not one size fits all. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Like I've done this. Like I literally read a speech off my phone for one of my best friends. It was bridesmaid at her wedding a few months ago. Like I, I don't think it's necessarily like ideal. Like obviously you want to do like you know fun and kind of off the cuff. But like if there's certain things you want to remember, like you may want to have a few notes jotted down on your phone, not necessarily mm-hmm. like verbatim what you're gonna say. I'm like, but it's not would like, you say like reading speeches off your phone versus a piece of paper like they oh, have something oh. written down but no it's on a physical phone no like I, like as a if i was the bride like i wouldn't care if my friends are reading something yeah. on the phone versus a piece of paper like i'm just like happy that they're there and like yes you know hopefully they're roasting me and we're laughing yes like, exactly not roasting too yeah, hard yeah. though <laughs> like oh, a light should. roast a very light, light roast light roast um okay yeah I agree. Like, we don't want to overthink it too much. Nobody really cares. You, Your friend loves you and they're giving you a speech. Yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't say tacky when it's read off the phone, but I do like when I see it on a piece of paper. Yeah. I'm a traditional it's like, gal. Yeah, I got it. Like, the thought behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, when you see them holding a piece of paper, you know that they literally took a pen mm. and, or like typed it, I guess, yeah. printed it, but <laughs> a handwritten thing. They took a pen and took the time to transcribe it onto a piece of paper. And I think there's something sweet about that. Yeah. I, I could see that. I mean, I, I talk really fast and I think really fast. So sometimes for me, like, Writing it down on my phone, like tech, you know, not texting it, but like that feature is yes. so much easier than like physically writing it. But like, I, I, I get the sentiment behind it, right? Yeah, I. All in all, it it matters yeah. more what's being said, not how. So I was gonna say, as long as the bride delivered. and groom are happy, like, yeah, who who cares? Exactly. Fifty four percent of people agreed that reading huh. speeches off your phone is tacky. Oh, Weird. Yeah, tacky would be not the word I'd use, but okay. 
Third one, if your wedding is in the middle of nowhere, you need a hotel shuttle. I posted a tweet about this yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like about um, just like weddings. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Remote. I saw the one you're talking about. Yeah, I very much agree with this one. Yeah. Like I'm a, like, again, like I'm of the mindset of like, I, I want to make sure that my guests are having a good time because then I will have mm-hmm. a good time. Like if I know that my guests are like, not having good food or like it was hard for them to get there or like the it's too hot or something like yeah right. the, the, I know okay yeah the day's about me but like I'm my fiance but I, I'm I like when my friends and family and loved ones are also enjoying themselves right right and like having that shuttle and making it easy for them like they're traveling all this way to to, you know, celebrate me, like the least I can do is make sure that they can literally get to the venue. (laughs) Totally, totally. So yeah, I agree. And it's like, that's the thing, especially the key thing being in the middle of nowhere, like they can't provide, they can't find transportation. So logistically, you need to help them get there. Totally. And I think it's okay for people to like, provide transportation and maybe it's like one or two shuttles or buses enough to that it could feasibly fit everybody. Mm -hmm. But then if if people miss it, then it's up to them. Yeah. Like that's the kind of mentality I would take with it. Like you can communicate as much info as you can. You can provide the transportation, but then that's all you can do. Like then you can't worry about totally. it as much. Like don't sit there fretting over the transportation and everything, but do provide something. Yeah. I think also if you're in a foreign country, like if you're doing a destination wedding, like mm-hmm. you have to have that shuttle. Like people don't know yeah. how to get, to get around. It's not like they have like right. – like, you know, I, I went to my friend's Italy, uh, wedding in Italy a few weeks ago and like they were so good. Like they had the shuttle, they had everything coordinated. Like you it was just that. so easy. Like you need, a you destination, know, yeah. you definitely do. Unless everything's totally. obviously in the same location. Right, but if right, you exactly. are moving from location to location, yeah. you gotta. And that's something, if you're like, listen, that stresses me out to even just think about booking transportation, then don't get a venue where things are in right. different locations. A lot of times don't venues have partnerships with hotels like I know my venue has yeah. partnerships with a few different hotels nearby and they do free shuttles transfer partners yeah oh my god literally <laughs> there it is transfer you learned, points you learned so shuttle. much you did so well um but yeah no I'm sure that, that's all stuff to ask when you're looking for mm-hmm. a venue mm-hmm. for that's sure important. yeah for sure that was a good one yeah 87% of people agree that if your wedding is in the middle of nowhere you need a hotel shuttle mm. All right. Well, that's it for Unpopular Opinions, brought to you by High Noon. For those of you who don't already know, High Noon is the premium hard seltzer made with real vodka and real fruit juice. And let me just tell you, I can taste the real juice in there. It's the preferred beverage this season. It's perfect for every event, whether that's your bachelorette, your bridal shower, your rehearsal dinner, your backyard engagement party, whatever it is. I highly recommend getting your hands on the brand new pool pack with the kiwi and guava flavors. They're so good. I literally have them. Every time I step outside, I need one of those in hand because they're just delicious. They're crisp. They're refreshing. I love them so much. If the sun is out, it's time for a high noon. Head to your local liquor store to pick up some high noons for the weekend, or you can find where to purchase high noon near you by visiting highnoonspirits.com. And you guys, real quick, before we conclude this episode, I've got to tell you about something very exciting that we're launching. 
So picture like a bridal Facebook group, except way less toxic and way better and more fun. That's what we're launching with Betches. It's a new community where you can connect with other Betches brides and share wedding planning tips, budgeting hacks, just vent about your demanding mother-in-law, talk transportation, talk which travel credit cards you're signing up for based off this episode. Like literally everything, consider this your free virtual wedding planner, just like bouncing ideas off of each other. Like, obviously, we have our Instagram, we have this podcast, but this is really a place for, like, you guys to really use your voices and be able to talk hands-on with each other and swap bridal tips and tricks. So it's called the Betches Group Chat, and it's launching on August 1st with our brides audience. That's you guys. So check out Betches Brides, our Instagram account, and the main Betches Instagram on August 1st to find out how to join. All right. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Sam, we can find you at at Samantha Rosen. Yes, R-O-S-E-N. Samantha Rosen, DM her with your questions. Follow her to see more of her wedding coming up. We'll have her back on. Thanks so much for oh, coming on. thank you. Oh, my God. This has been like, I was looking forward to this before you even knew who I was. So. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm so glad. This is seriously so here we such are. a fascinating episode. <laughs> we really appreciate it. It's so my pleasure. Yay. Well, till death. Do us part. <laughs> The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.